There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Sarah. I'm Sydney. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that oh, said I'm, Sydney. I'm so sorry. Oh, we're not restarting? Okay. I'm just going to... Can we just start the whole thing over? Because I don't know why I just yeah. called her. Yeah. Okay, yeah. ready? We're restarting in three, two, one. I'm Sarah. I'm Sydney. I'm Sophia. I'm Savannah. I'm Isha. And I'm Claudia. Hey, bitches. Welcome back to another episode. So as you can tell from the, the title... We're very much exposing ourselves about our breakup experiences. And also, shout out to our exes who are currently stalking us. Hi. <laughs> I'm convinced that all of our ep- like all of our exes are going to like log on to this episode just to see if like we expose them. And I live oh, for, for that. Sure. Like, nothing makes me happier. I-, I can fall asleep at night easier now. I've already warned all of them. So just like, <laughs> good luck, Charlie. <laughs> That's becoming my line. I'm so sorry. Wait, I was gonna say something, but I don't know if I should say it on here. Just say it, and if you, you don't like it, it, I'll cut it out. Okay, okay. 
speaking of like our exes stalking us, I'm pretty sure my ex the other day made a fake Snapchat <gasps> called Bailey McConnell with a snap score of zero to add me on Snapchat to see how my life has been up to. Oh my god! What the fuck? Wait, if you're listening, literally, like, add that person on Snapchat just to like fuck him over, like, just add him, please, just to screw up his day. I'm begging you. Full disclosure, I've definitely done that before. So, Isha, <laughs> just I'll never forget. We were at a restaurant, and I see Isha pull up a fake Instagram account and just scroll <laughs> through it. And I was like, Isha, that's not you. Um, first of all, it was my Finsta. Uh huh. Here's your name, Lexi. Here's your name, Lexi, Isha. Yo, Isha had a catfish Tinder. I don't know what's working. No, Isha's living a professional catfish. We're just out here not exposing our exes. We're out here exposing Isha. That's her job. Cut this entire segment out. No one can know. No. Keep it in. Sophia, are you ready to speak? Yeah, I just wanted to say about the Bailey McConnell. It was, and it wasn't like B-A-I-L-E-Y, it was B-A-Y-L-E-E, just to say. Isn't your dog's name Bailey? Yes. <sighs> Lack of imagination. That's a movie. I love that movie. The dog movie? Yeah, the dog movie. movie? Have you not seen it? No, but that's, oh, how they, that's how they named my dog. The dog is Bailey. Like, his name I is Bailey. Was, I thought it was Marley. Benji. I think it's Marley. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh my god. This is coming off to a great start. Okay, Sophia, go ahead. Okay, so going back to our exes. So the first time, we are all single right now, except for Savannah, but we're not talking about that because she doesn't count. Mm-hmm. She's single in our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> we are all single in quarantine. And so some of us are still in like, the process of getting over some like shitheads. Some of us are over the shitheads, and we're just going to talk about that. <laughs> so we thought... It would only be fitting to share with y'all what we've been doing to get over our exes or attempting to, especially since like we can't go out and like whore out right now because, you know, quarantine, but we compared our breakup methods and compiled them into five steps to help you get over an old fling or attempt to. And all of these steps are totally like not fail safe like in no way are all of these steps even like helpful or even healthy in some cases but this is definitely like at one point or another I feel like every single girl on this planet have experienced these when getting over a guy yeah and we're definitely not qualified to give advice on this but like we're gonna do it anyway because we want- we're actually all certified therapists I know you guys can't see Isha right now so I have to give you like a little description of one of our girls here she has like a game console headphone on like with a mic near her mouth and everything it's just brilliant I love it no she looks like the Delta customer service people with her little things I have a question for you guys um has any of you left a boyfriend on good terms like um have you guys ever been friends with your ex like good bad breakup what's what's the deal yes Isha I oh good terms is very relative just because I'm the queen of staying friends with my exes just because like can't get over them yeah I feel like if you can end your sort of relationship on a good I think that speaks so much to your maturity and I know Sydney likes to joke about herself especially like oh I'm such a doormat (laughs) I am the queen (laughs) okay so I'm not friends with my ex but like totally you could end off on good terms with your ex and you can be friends with them but like if you're gonna date me you can't be friends with your ex period no, thank you. I do not yeah, want you guys. I agree. For sure. Mm-hmm. I don't want you best friends, like, telling your ex everything we do. Like, I'm yeah, good. Like, I can do it, but, like, they can't do it. 
obviously. Agreed. All right. Agreed. So we're just going to dive on in, you guys, because I know you guys really want to know how to get up your exes. And honestly, we do too. You know, we thought the first step is you're actually, this is not even a step. This is just like a stage that you're in. You're just like in denial. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Like you, I don't know, maybe, maybe you saw it coming or maybe you were like shook when it happened, but either way you're like, you wake up the next day and you're like, Oh, did that happen? I feel like, um, denial is a state, like a step though. Cause I feel like if you're not in denial at some point, can you actually get over them in a healthy way? Absolutely. You can. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> honestly for some of us the denial step lasts like the entirety of the five steps oh my god Um, i'm still in denial for my senior year relationships so there's that (laughs) i promise there are successful examples in this friend group i promise so for me this stage lasted about like like two hours when my ex broke up with me on text via text and I was calling for an explanation. So that was my deny stage. I was like, this is not happening. This is not happening. So I called him. He never answered. And then guess what? I got blocked on all social media forms. Wait, Claudia, you were only in the denial stage for two hours? Literally. That's like amazing. I was in the denial stage for like a year. No, but the thing so- is, he made it very obvious that it was over because he blocked me on everything after two hours. It's so so awesome. that's why. I just want to say, Claudia and I really balance each other out. <laughs> so between us, except for our denial stage is one and a half years. Hers is two hours. Um, I think I was years. in the denial stage the entire relationship, not the breakup. Oh my god. god. Yeah. yeah, like my senior boyfriend was like a serial cheater and the whole time I was like, maybe he slipped or like he fell into her <laughs> or like Maybe he tripped and kissed her. Like, he doesn't really mean it. I was in that phase for literally, like, three years. But, you know, like, he got over it eventually. I feel that, Sydney, with a passion. Except he was a serial liar and a serial cheater. So I didn't even know until, like, far, far in. And I was like, oh, he's such a good boyfriend. Like, he's so nice. He's perfect. I'm like, oh, he has two personalities. Oops. I thought you were going to say serial killer. And I was like, "Mm, you have this. Sarah, I was going to say the same thing. Were you? No, dude. Every time each of you says serial, I'm like, we're okay. I'm like, I'm like, with Sydney's type, that would low key fit. Oh. Sydney's kind of an American psycho kind of guy. Okay, but seriously, if you ever watch those American like TV shows about serial killers, they're all cute. I'm not saying that like I'm attracted to them. But they're all cute. Zach Efron as Ted Bundy hit another spot. I was like, oh, maybe you got to give these serial killers a chance. I get he treated his girl so right, Mm Loki, before he killed all the other ones. But like in the beginning, he was good. Hey, this is funny, you guys. Ted Bundy as Ted Bundy, though. (laughs) (laughs) No, Savannah would so be in like the Manson family, whatever. (laughs) She looks like the girls that were in that cult. Not even joking. Yeah, I know. I mean, I feel like I definitely could see it too. If I was alive during that era. Except I wouldn't kill people though. Now I feel like I'm gonna get arrested. <laughs> no, it's just like the aesthetic of the girls. Like cult murderer. I'm such an aesthetic and cult murderer girl. <laughs> the real question is, could you get away with the murder? Oh hell no. I there's no way. I'm yes. way too stupid for that. Yes, I could. Are you kidding me? Of course I could. Isha could get away with murder 80 times before she got caught. Anyways, I don't know how we got from the nice stage from a breakup all the way to killing people. <laughs> but um 
honestly, the next stage come close to that point that I want to murder someone because that's when you feel all the emotions when you feel like so angry at that person, so depressed at the same time. But I seriously considered burning all his stuff. I actually burned his stuff, so I completely feel that. Literally, <laughs> she literally burned with fire. The night that they broke up, I was like, we need to get this emotion out. So we put on some Dua Lipa, shout out to our girl, and like I know her, and we like took all the photos of him off her wall and literally stabbed them. And like that sounds unhealthy, very therapeutic, just saying. No, but like we were like singing at the top of our lungs, like while we, I was like crying, stabbing pictures. So it worked. I mean, like I kind of feel bad for my neighbors, like hearing me listen to Dua Lipa until like 5 a.m. that night, but like they were probably jamming with me. Dude, Dua Lipa's album, though, that's, like, such a good breakup album. I agree. I love that girl. She's my hoe. <laughs> I feel like in this age, there are three playlists you need to make for yourself. You need the anchor playlist, which is your Beyonce, your Rihanna, your whatever other angry music you listen to. Then you have your depressed playlist, your little Sam Smith, your little Adele, your little Alabama Shakes. And then the third is your, like, Fuck you playlist, which is like Nicki Minaj and Saweetie and etc. There's a song actually called Fuck You. Great getting over a guy song. Listen to it. You guys, we should totally put up like a breakup playlist with this play like with this podcast. <gasps> that would be genius. genius Savannah. I just want to say I have a playlist called Her Me, I Dare You on my Spotify. She does. <laughs> If you guys have ever watched Love, Rosie, my favorite movie of all time, there's this scene where she finds out her husband's cheating on her and they play the song. That's like the fuck you song. And she goes up to him and she like punches him in the fucking face and then throws his clothes at him. And I was like, this is going to be my breakup song when I ever get go through that shit. And I, that is exactly what I did. So I decided to not burn his stuff because I was like, all right, I'm not that immature. So I ended up driving to his house, returned his clothes without him there. So I saw his parents and then before I left, his mom was like, try to stay friends, okay? And me being petty and angry, I was like, you know, that's just not going to happen. Because I wanted her to ask me, like, what happened? What's wrong? I I was going to say, oh, your son, like, blocked me completely on everything. And thank you. said that to his mom? No, I didn't say that, obviously. I just said, no. Oh, damn. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, no. I, now thinking about it, I should have said it, but no, that was too rude. I just said, no, I don't think that's going to happen. But me thinking, I was going to say, it's not going to happen because your son blocked me on every social media. But just a tip, during this stage, feel all the anger you want, like depressed, sad, angry, but like don't really complain to like a mutual person that you both know or like have a close relationship with or like a mutual friend try not to you know complain to them let them stay neutral i'll help you in the long run i promise and like for those of us who experienced their breakup the day before quarantine started like this phase is the worst because like you can't like distract yourself you're like all up in those emotions remember i had a six hour flight and i cried the entire flight so shout out to whoever sat next to me but like this is the one time to like feel all those emotions and I think the best advice to give is to like not hire someone, but like have a friend that could be like a little like breakup nanny and like help you get through things and talk through things. Like mine was Sarah and her mom. Shout out to Jen for giving me cupcakes. It was very nice. Oh, no but problem. Yeah, get you someone to help you. 
I feel like breaks up breakups are contagious. Like I had my breakup and a week later, Sydney, my roommate was hysterically crying with her breakup. And I was like, Hey, we're in this together. That is so true. I was like, you feel my pain. I feel you pain, your pain. We got each other right before that. Savannah was out of the breakup. So Savannah was like, I got you. So dude, it's funny because like, I feel like the student becomes the master, you know, like, like, at first it started with me and then I was like here Sophia I got you and then Sophia was like Sydney I got you like passing the torch around (laughs) the torch (laughs) the breakup torch I I feel like this stage is also like that stage where like you see girls on TikTok and they're like oh my god I have no feelings like me when another guy tries to talk to me and I have absolutely no feelings about it like you can so tell they're in this stage because if they actually didn't have any feelings about it then they wouldn't be making a TikTok about it but I think that's so necessary though you know what I mean like I think you need time to like get your emotions exactly I think you need time to be like that petty ass bitch who like annoys all your friends and like cries for like two weeks straight that's so necessary and that brings me to say like if anyone here who's listening is like a sex in the city fan they're like charlotte who's like the nice like (laughs) one she says something one episode that's like it takes exactly the like half time of the time you all were dating to get over that person so if you dated for three months it takes a month and a half to get over them and I completely detest that especially when it comes to this step because everyone heals in their own way and I think it's so funny that like anyone if you live by sort of that thing like each man is different each relationship is different don't ever do that and this definitely pertains to this stage I think um, I do want to say that there is also like a healthy way about getting over your depression. And um, one thing that you guys shouldn't do, please take it from me. Never ever try and box dye your hair twice this atrocious red <laughs> color. For anybody who ever knew me during that stage in my life, um, please burn that image from your mind. Um, also, my hair was dead for like a year straight. So that's not a healthy way. Learn from me. Please don't do it. Honestly, for the babysitters of the friend, if they want to dye your hair, maybe advise not them not to because, you know, later on they'll realize what they did. But another tip for the babysitters, this stage is what you would use to rebuild their self-esteem. You know, be that friend that hypes them up, know, like letting her know her worth and just let her completely forget her um, toxic ex-boyfriend. Or just hype yourself up too. And also, I just want to say, if you feel like you're putting too much pressure on your friend, don't feel like that, first of all. But if you do and like you don't feel comfortable like complaining to your friends 24-7, guess what? Go see a therapist. They're there to support you whatever way they can. So that's another tip. I think one of the most important things about this stage also is like don't let people, like whether it's your parents or your friends or whoever, tell you that like, you can only be upset for this amount of time. Like take all the time you need to feel those emotions because my motto is that I came up with about five minutes ago is if you don't feel, you can't heal. Like unless you let yourself like really be upset, be angry, cry, you're never going to get over it. I also just made that up, but it works. So <laughs> I'm going to get that on a plaque on my wall. <laughs> if you can't feel, you can't feel. <laughs> That honestly will be my drug model, though, because, you know, if you can't feel, you can't feel. No, 
if you can't feel, you can't heal. Sorry. Oh, heal, like positive. <laughs> oh, never mind. Heal, like be okay. Literally though, like what Cindy just said about like your friends acting a certain way after you break up or even if you're just going through a tough time, that is so true. Like you totally know like who your true friends are when you're going through a hard time or like you're the one suffering because like some friends are just around for you to like, want to have a good time and like be happy all the time but like your true friends are the people who like accept you in your bad times and like care about you even though you're feeling sad and like maybe you're not the best person to be around maybe you're like bringing their mood down but they don't care because they're your friend that is literally so true and that just like you know emphasizes how important friends are during this time okay I just want to like respond to that real quick because uh, Claudia said something you know something about like not feeling emotion and I just want to say like that's something that I definitely did like I just prefer not to feel it and then all of that emotion will build up and I promise you even if you're the most unemotional like robot ever like I thought I was it will build up and it'll break through like the Hoover Dam one day Wait, I was going to go, but I don't have anything else to say anymore because basically Yisha just said what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. I mean, I don't. I just don't feel the need to. I feel like you answered the question pretty well. Um, <laughs> that was so good. You answered that significantly. I appreciated it. That was a really thought out <laughs> you answer. You answered the question uh, very superbly, Yisha, and uh, I feel very informed and <laughs> about uh, your values. And Okay, anyways, do you guys have anything else to say or should I uh, go ahead and transition? Are you okay? That was just one person. That was all Savannah. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> So on to like stage three, I think this one is like bargaining. But the thing about this is like it can be taken in two very different ways. And then one of the ways is like, oh, like I need to talk to him to get closure. <laughs> and for some of you guys, you do need closure. But others, it's like I need closure, like some sex. That is not for you guys. That is not the closure you want. So like for me, for my closure personally, I had to block that bitch. I had to like completely exit this person out of my life. But for some people, like they actually do need closure. And I do respect that. But there's a difference between like closure and closure. So I just want to make emphasize that. By like closure and like closure, there's like a difference between like getting your vagina wipes out and like putting perfume on and getting in a slutty outfit, getting ready to go over to his dorm closure. And then there's like the healthy, like I'm going to start up yoga and like hang out with my friends more closure. I think that's what Zoe was trying to say. It's so true. I'm the queen of what I call a, actually I don't call it that. I don't know what I call it either openizure, openizure, <laughs> where open-ager. I'm the person. That gets ready and goes and have sex with my ex every single time. I have never, ever in my life had a clean break because I just don't want it. But also, I am going to have a very, very hot take here. I don't think closure is real. Because, like, let's say you go to dinner to talk things out and he's like, I dumped you because you're fat and ugly. You're kind of like, <laughs> is that healthy? No, it doesn't. So I don't really want to know why you don't like me because that hurts. So I'm just going to, like, not ignorance is bliss (laughs) I completely feel like no one's gonna say anything and you're gonna be like oh my god what you said was perfect I'm done with you now like you are so smart like no one's gonna change the way you felt all you're gonna get is like either sad and go cry yourself to sleep or you're gonna be like oh my god like let's get back together there's no honestly if you're considering right now thinking about oh should I reach out to him after like a week of breaking up and like get closure 
it's okay. Like, I'm not going to tell you not to do that because I feel like you will eventually do that. But <laughs> I'll tell you, don't do it. I'll say it. Um, it's okay for you to reach out and like make peace, quote, quote unquote. But like, just remember, they have a phone too. They have your number too. Like, if they really cared, they would have shown you. You, they, you would have known. Like, they would have reached out. So, just saying. Okay, I agree with Claudia, but I disagree immensely with Sydney. Okay, <laughs> I think that closure is a real thing, but I also think that like you can get closure in different ways. Like, I mean, if sometimes you feel that you need to get closure by talking to them, then like, yeah, do that. But if I also think it's really important to like get close to realize that like they're never gonna say what you want them to say, and like you need to understand that and like just accept that I mean so this is like I had a therapist around the time that um my boyfriend and I broke up she was telling me like I because I, I was like I feel like I need to reach out to him like I don't know because I just feel like I was lied to blah 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 and she was like you know what like you can reach out to him but like you know that he's not going to give you what you want because like he didn't do that in the relationship and then I was like sis and then, like, something just clicked in my head when she said that. And I was like, you're so right. And, like, honestly, from that point on, it, like, helped me so much. Therapists do be hidden different. You guys know <laughs> that meme from Arthur with DW where she's like, good thing I can't read. And it's like a sign. <laughs> yeah. My guy is like, hey, I don't like you. I don't want to be with you. I'm like, haha, I can't read. Let's have sex. Literally everything. Um, I completely <laughs> agree with you, Savannah. And another thing that my therapist told me during that time, they said the closure that you need is the fact that they don't want to be in a relationship with you. That's all. That's it. Like them saying they don't want, love you enough to stay in a relationship. That's it. That should tell you, okay, I need to move on. This is a closure for me, period. And speaking of closure, you can be really mature, like all of the ladies on this podcast, especially Savannah, or you can be like me, immature, and go <laughs> on Instagram and totally just drag him. Like, that's what I did. And honestly, I felt so much better. Um, Special shout out to my girl, Maddie. She helped me do it. Anyways. Yeah. I think I'm really against closure because <laughs> story time. Like earlier in high school, I had this boyfriend and like I considered him pretty serious and we broke up and everything. And this was actually like a really smooth breakup. We broke up down the shore. So it was like, it's fine. I can just go get with other beach guys. It's just totally going to be fine. So like I hit the irresponsibility <laughs> stage right after. But like I tried to get closure two days later or something or like more like I guess a week later that's not important but we saw each other at this party and we got closure and then we started like making out in front of everyone and he was so drunk that like he threw up like mid kiss thing and I'll never forget it everyone around me like saw it was mortifying because I was like I'm not gonna get with him I'm not gonna get with him and then karma bit my ass so hard there's still a mark on it i swear to god Ew. that is literally so foul if you ever have to say to yourself i'm not gonna get with him you're gonna get with him just for like future reference you have to chant that it's it's not gonna happen i would like to emphasize that savannah's thing like closure is a real thing but every time we say closure you guys cannot see us, but we are air quoting it because it is BS. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so speaking of closure, the next kind of like 
phase that I think we all go through is making those irrational decisions. Um, and this is like, for me, it was the most fun phase because I just kind of like YOLO'd everything. So I think the best way to do this, uh, alcohol helps a lot. Just want to put that out there, <laughs> ladies. But um, also want to reiterate, do not dye your hair and please download every single dating app that you can ever think of on your phone because it really comes in handy. I, I disagree, Isha. I say do dye your hair, but like be smart about it when you do it because like it can turn out real bad. Like, okay, this is totally unrelated, but in the seventh grade, I dyed my hair, tried to dye it blonde and it turned like orange. So just like make sure you're going to do it right. Go to a professional, guys. Go to a professional. Um, I was going to say that like the irrational decision step is so important because I know it sounds unhealthy, but my idea is sort of like you can't see the light until you've been in the dark. <laughs> like you can't get over someone until you've been under someone else. And I think that we all take that to heart. We're also like not telling you like go become an alcoholic because we would get in trouble for promoting that. So we are not saying this by any means. We are saying do some dumb shit and like You'll know it's too dumb when your friends stop you because most time your friends will hype you up. They're going to be like, go get that tattoo. Like, go do that. Go take that 15th shot for the night. (laughs) They're going to be like, go do it. And they're going to be like, go home with that stranger in the bar. Like, your friends will hype you up. And like, if you've gone too far, they're going to be like, yo, chill out go home and they're going to tuck you in bed. So that's when you know you've gone too far. Um, Another very irrational decision it's so middle middle school-esque, but I did this with every single one of these girls, is to find a new guy. And then instead of talking to him yourself, you send your friends over because you're too scared to do it yourself. Um, and yeah, I blame that all on going to a girls only school because I don't know how to talk to men. Okay, so speaking for the blacks who can't go dye their hair blonde or like go get a tattoo, like, ah, yeah, I can't do that. So <laughs> what I recommend for y'all is like, for me, I just had my phase where, like, I listened to Beyonce and Rihanna for, like, a week straight, dancing in my shower, like, formation all the way. Then I had my revenge body phase, which lasted for all of two days, where, like, I ran, like, a mile and was like, ah, like, I'm on my way up, whatever. That didn't last either. <laughs> so, for all my quarantine hoes, I recommend, you know, getting on, like, Tinder, Bumble, whatever, and don't meet up with a guy. Just, like, get your attention peaked. Like, get those, like, nice compliments, feel good about yourself, and then delete it. So you don't talk to any of the guys. That's what I do. I I completely agree because um, I met up with a guy right after my breakup, and that just ended badly. Do not do that. Wait, I did that, and it didn't end that badly. Because, like, I'm, like, you got, like, a free meal out of it. You got to talk to someone. I'm, like, you don't need to sleep with him. Just, like, take the free meal, enjoy the company, and, like, have a good time. Um, Yeah, first of all, that wasn't a date. Dare, like, pretty bold of you to assume it was a date. No, it wasn't a date. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm saying in my experience it was a date. <laughs> I want to say that I, I really think, like, a rational, making irrational decisions, like, helped me. Like, I mean – some of the decisions I made were like mm, questionable but I will say that like during this time in my life I was like going out a lot more and like hanging out with like friends who I wasn't super close with but like getting close with them and like meeting new people and it was honestly like super fun like if I could give any advice I would say you know what sleep all day I don't care sweetie like you know don't even leave your house but at night go like hang out with your friends and go like do something to distract yourself or like 
you know, actually don't stay in bed all day. That's terrible. But you, what you should do is just try to like distract yourself. And especially I think like talking to friends who you're not super close with all the time or like, you know, rekindling great vocab word choice there. I know, right. <laughs> um, your like old friendships and stuff would be like awesome. Like you, oh God, I hate that. I just use the word awesome. What? Okay. You should just definitely do that is all I'm saying. I agree. Like you don't even have to go out to find a new guy, like go out with your girlfriends, your guy friends, whatever. And I highly recommend karaoke. It's very cathartic and doing it drunk is so fun. So highly recommend that. Do you know that TikTok that's like, um, take me into your fucking arms. <laughs> that's what I imagine like us doing because we literally did that exact thing before it was No, popular. that's just what I imagined Sydney doing. Please never associate me with a TikTok ever again. <laughs> no, but like my favorite part is like whenever Sarah and I do post-breakup karaoke, we have like chair dances, we have routines, we have duets, like we come prepared. Because we were both dancers when we were little, so we are so extra about it. <laughs> Wasn't it Chicago? Love that show. Sorry. Um, speaking of meeting new people and like dating apps and stuff like that, um, I just want to say that it's actually just so fun just to like play around with other people. Um, not the nicest thing, but it's fine. And also, guys, this is kind of funny. Every time I met a guy off of a dating app, I would always lie to my friends, like all of them. I mean, they wouldn't be like 100% lies. They would be like kind of lies. But I'd come up with like the most bogus stories because I was so embarrassed of telling them like, yeah, I matched on Tinder with them. But no, it's okay. It's so normal. Like do it, embrace it, celebrate it. Like I think I one time told my friends that I met this person like at a like networking event and they were like, what? You told me that. That was me. You told me that. Yes. I met my ex on a dating app and like it somewhat went well for a while. But anyway, so another thing <laughs> that you can do is like get a new project, like get a new hobby, whatever. Like ours was <clears throat> this podcast, but also you can like, start drawing or like learn a sport or like sing or I don't know what people do for hobbies because I don't really have one learn a sport yeah <laughs> I don't know how those things work but like we did a podcast and like something came out of it it was like cathartic for all of us it was fun it distracted us sometimes so like get a new hobby get a new project get a new routine and like find a new way to get yourself distracted and like I was gonna say it. this is the time that your playlist comes in handy because during the, f the second stage, when you feel all the emotions, obviously we recommended you to make a sad playlist and a Rihanna, Beyonce playlist. And this, this is the time for you to shine, to use that. So that brings us to the last and final step, which we have titled Reflect and Accept, Looking Back, Realizing Why You Should Hate Him, <laughs> Red Flags. And I think this is a really important step because there are a lot of issues that like were in your relationship that led to this breakup, whether it was on your end or his end or her end or whatever, like both. I think that totally like is something that you should eventually, you know, realize and there and like it, I think that it actually helps you like realize what you want in a future partner, which is like a whole process of moving on sort of thing. Sarah, why did you just sound like a like library audiobook? Literally, probably have like an entire episode alone on red flags. But let me just tell you guys what I do, which sounds so crazy, but it works for me. So like, whenever I have an, a boy and like we're talking, I screenshot 
I write down, I record every mean thing, every bad thing that they say to me. And I put it in my cute little folder called receipts. <laughs> and then once we break up, you know how like photos makes that like video montage to like 80s music? Yes. I get one done of my album and I add it to my notes. So I can oh just go God. and see all the terrible things they said about me. So not like I'm in bed at night, like thinking about them, like, oh, I want them back with my cute little folder, my cute little album. And I'm like, okay, never mind. And FYI to all of my future boyfriends listening, I'm not psycho. I just date assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what I did was I made a list for that person, the pro side and the con side. So I made a detailed list of all the things that I liked about him and all the things that I didn't like about the relationship. And then I think about, so these things he doesn't change them like in let's say three months would you care like would you still date him and then I realized you know like I was expecting him to change for all this time and then I just realized you know he he was never gonna change he's never gonna change so stop dating the potential and date the person realize who they are period period love them not the idea of them but what I was gonna say is that This is sort of embarrassing, but my acceptance story was sort of based on music, which none of you guys were surprised about because of how much I love music. But like there is this song by Maybill called Don't Call Me Up. And they like the ladies here all know it because they've heard me replay it over a hundred times and annoys the shit out of them at this point. But like I knew that I was like finally reflecting and accepting and like entering that healthy stage once I could actually like feel the feelings like that went on in that song because for me I know like with my last breakup and everything I didn't immediately go into another relationship or like he wasn't actually an asshole like it just sort of ended and it made me really sad but like I knew that I was sort of like over it once I could listen to songs about like breakup and not actually feel petty like there's this saying from live laugh and love that Savannah and I literally adore no not live laugh love what's that song called? Like, Eat, pray, pray, love. Love. yeah 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 the movie with Julia Roberts right yeah someone's like oh I miss them and then someone else like someone older and wiser is like then miss them miss them all you want but send them light and love and then move on like you know that saying that's like I want you to eat just not at my table yeah like it's that you know what I mean like eat steak eat the garnish eat the drink drink you know what I mean but just don't like do it away from me and I think that maturity is like a huge part of the step also I agree about the songs like Drew Barrymore by SZA love that song she was like are you with him because you're lonely or because you like him? And I feel like if you really, really think about that, like, do you let them treat you the way they treat you because you were lonely or because you like actually had feelings for them? Like just a nice point of reflection in music. I feel like for me, my reflection was like, whenever I was like sad or upset or something, I wasn't going to call the person, like go and yell at them. So like, I wrote it down. I wrote it all down, like a letter. And I would do that like every time I was upset, I would just write it all down so I could like, reflect on how I felt. Cause like, I'm not going to send it to the guy. Like the guy's even going to care that I'm writing this thing. But for me, like that was it. And then like, I stopped just like caring. Like I wrote everything down and I wrote all of it. And I was like, and it got to the point where like, I didn't care anymore. And I like, wasn't really hurt anymore. It was more like, I just wished them the best and there was no pain, but there was no like, also like in love, it was just kind of like a neutral feeling and you wish them like a good life, but that's it. Yeah. Like an old friend. Yeah, Yeah, Sophia, I literally love that queen, like, so inspiring. Sorry. Okay, anyways, I think something that can be really helpful in this stage is, like, um, or any stage, honestly, of getting over the person is, like, getting off social media and, like, like, that 
being on social media just makes you want to stalk the other person and it makes you want to see like oh what they're up to and a lot of times I feel like people when they get out of relationships they're like oh I'm gonna post a ton on social media like make the other person jealous or whatever I'm like do that if you want but I also think that taking a break from social media can be really beneficial because then you just start to like focus on yourself and that helps you get over that person even more but then when you get social media again you come back and you flex that bad bitch picture so then when it pops up on their their feed they're like what the fuck this might be a hot take but like I know girls first instinct are to like oh my god I'm post like a baddie photo like eh. I just like guys don't care they're like okay I dumped you and you're in a bathing suit like I don't care so I feel like it might be good for you to do it for yourself. Be like, I feel confident, I feel good, but don't do it to be like, oh, I want him to regret his entire existence. Like, girl, shit. No, I think a lot of people do that because they feel rejected in a way that, like, it's really personal to, oh, like, I'm, I have this amazing body, I look great, like, I'm an amazing person, like, why did you dump me? It's sort of like a rejection to them, which I want to remind all of you guys, all the per- people who are listening, you know, the rejection from a relationship from that one person, from an unsuccessful relationship, it doesn't define your worth. You know, he has no, like, it's not his place to judge you on who you are. You know who you are. You can't let this one, like, breakup define your whole worth. Okay, queen. Yes. (laughs) Period. But I I promise you guys, I promise everyone, there is, there will be a day that you wake up and you, um, just you want the best for them you want to be happy for them now I can look at a picture of them together and be like oh that's cute they're happy they make each other happy and I'm so glad he found someone that made him happier than me and that's gonna hurt but like that's when you know you're over it that's when you know that like you were just a a stop along the way and you're never you're not always going to be the final destination for everyone you meet but you will be the final destination for someone so why did you just turn wow. into a That was crazy. Yeah, no, you're mature. Should I switch my You're mind? mature as hell. Yeah. fuck? I heard like angels sing to me when you said that last part. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it is that symbol of like you're in the shower one day or like you're listening to a song or like you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, I'm over it. But what, what, like whatever the case is that you finally sort of like accept and realize and understand, like you, you obtain clarity. I feel like that moment come it has to come with work you don't just wake up like you can't just like be in your one of like your unhealthy stages and then like expect that the next day you're gonna wake up and be like ah snow white you know what I mean it's definitely not that simple you have to do a lot of like reflection and mind work and that's totally something but also like another thing you can't like no it's not even try like you cannot compare your get over it process with the guy with like with your ex because I feel like for me personally like in every situation that I've been in, guys have such a unique, weird, different way of getting over a relationship than girls do. Like, I feel like they just grab a beer and play some the basketball game on their <laughs> consoles and they're like over it. I don't know. What's it called? 2K? 6K? 2K, Something K? 4K. Call of Duty. Yeah. It's 4K. At Basketball John. Okay. Oh, 4K? It's definitely right, 2K. That, I guess. It's that definitely was- 2K. It's definitely 2K. <laughs> <laughs> Isha was like, it's 4K. But I <laughs> I feel like you can't, like, it's just such a, I, I saw this thing, where I actually need your guys' like, opinion on this because I saw this thing online and it was like, if you're going one direction, they're like going to eventually reach the same point you're at. Like if you get really sad at first and then you get over, like they 
go the opposite way. Like when they break up with you, they're completely over it, but then they go back to that sort of like sad moment. Um, What do you think? I think I've read a lot about like how guys deal with breakups are different from how girls um, deal with breakup. They're basically saying what exactly were you saying? Basically girls feel really down at first, but then they slowly go up and then go back to normal and then realize they're happy. But then guys immediately get that like really happy stage. You're like, uh, because probably because they are like, you know, have thought about doing it for a while and it just, it's a relief for them. So they're like, oh, I'm great. Like finally did that. And then, then they slowly realize, oh shit, like my life is nothing without her kind of situation. But like during this time, guys are more likely to get into another relationship as a rebound to deal with their, you know, emotional trauma. And I just feel like a lot of guys just are not dealing with breakups in a healthy way. Shout out to my ex. So I think one of the most important things like to end this step and to truly move on is to like look back at your relationship and not only see red flags, but also see things that you let pass by because you were scared or you were too passive. So you can like learn why you did it and also apply that to your new relationships so you don't see the same problems every single time. Because once you have an outside perspective, you can really see more of what happened without really being in it and being emotional about it. So like that's super important also at that acceptance phase. Yeah. um, So I think that's going to do it for us today. But we just want to remind you that um, life isn't always going to be sunshine and rainbows. It's going to be hard at times. But the, the lesson that we want you to take away is that if you don't go through these rock bottom times, you're never going to build yourself up as a person and you're never going to learn from the mistakes that you made or from the experiences that you have. And as always, you're never going to be alone going through it. So just depend on the ones you love and um, remember that self-love comes from within. So if you don't love yourself first, nothing's going to happen. Also, remember, he probably wasn't even that cute to begin with. So, like, you'll move on to bigger and better and cuter things. Just and keep bigger. that in mind. And bigger. Ooh. Ew, I hate myself. Is there a place I can watch Hannah Montana for free? Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tune in next – why can't I speak? Tune in next week for us to talk about our expectations of New York City versus the reality. It's going to be a wild one, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Period. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.